everyone welcome to the everything is everything podcast this is your host sean peterson so i know i said that on this episode there'd be two interesting guests but they've recently returned to school and things just haven't been the same for them things have really really just spiraled into a whole lot of work and catching up to do since this whole COVID-19 struggle has really put a strain on the matricula. But we hope to hear from them as soon as they are free. So as we get into this episode, I decided that this episode will be about me. Like literally about who I am away from my education and away from work and who I am when I'm not podcasting and I know many of you waited for episode 2 and you you guys almost waited a whole month I apologize for that so this episode is called who am I and I think before we get into it we should listen to a track so here we go Your lips are moving But I don't really understand what you're saying when you're talking to me You know what you're doing And you're better not be talking to me to where you are with me It's too hot, doing the wrong thing with the right guy I won't lie, don't try to make me say so Baby, don't think right now Stay up, lie down, fuck how No, it's so hard to say no I'm like, wow, wow, ain't no need to sell it You know you don't gotta do extra And you gotta make me do extra
I knew it was on when I met her at the bar We could never turn it off, so we keep it rolling Wanted to see my room, never been a five star She giving more than her all, yeah, she overflowing Nobody ever did it to her body, I just threw her good vibes And she threw the vibe right back Always invited to the party, let her body do the talking Champagne ain't the only thing draining this motherfucker No, you still around, still real I know you give me something I can feel Money keep on stacking to the sky See it in your eye Wanna give you something you can feel We keep going round and round on wheels Give it we win and now we gon' die How many chains do I have to break? Superman in love with Lois Lane. I do everything. Story told amongst a million men. Let this love be thy greatest sin. Ooh, why you so fly so high? When you say love, feel like the very first time, every time. No light could be brighter than yours. Girl, you keep my love blind <laughs> Leaving you would be the worst crime I would serve a lifetime with metal bars as my room walls Then to be without you There's no such thing as without you Crash from running from your bright lights Chasing me too far Who's danger? Walking dumb like I've been numb forever So forever I bleed the fit on any of this Cause leaving you would be the worst crime of all So that was Extra by Lucky Day from the Painted album. I've been loving and vibing to this album for the past 26 days of June. So, yeah. To those of you who know me, you know that I grew up in a small town called Mandridge, known to many as Kipitan. I don't know where they got that name from though. Like, even though, never mind, before my time. So, yeah, if you know me, you'll know that I'm a very extra person. I I love doing things that make me happy. I'm a very lovable person. See right there, I sound like I was reading a monologue or something. But, um, yeah, so, I've always been one of the brightest of characters, like very extra and very outgoing and yeah so when I wanted to add this to 
to this part of of the the episode because I know that it's gonna hold me back. Um, when I tell people that I'm from, this is like very funny. When I tell people um, that I'm from Madridge, they generally or normally think that they should automatically start talking slang to me. Funny thing is, I don't talk slang. Or when I do, it's because I'm testing something out. People know me for testing things out. Um, I don't generally talk slang, but when people know that or yeah that I'm from I colored area, they think that they should automatically start speaking slang to me. Um, and the reason I find this funny is because um, people generalize you because of where you're from and not because of who you are and yeah that's just a funny not so funny story um so growing up i've as i said i've always been one of the brightest of characters very extra very outgoing very friendly but at some point in my life before i became a teenager (laughs) i was very very short-tempered i had one of the shortest tempers ever i could go from zero to a hundred in less than two seconds any small i don't know what what appropriate word to use but any small thing could annoy me and over the years i've grown out of it but it's still the people just know not to get on my bad side because they know that if they get onto my bad side it would be zero to not even a hundred anymore i think when i'm angry now i go up to a thousand and some people would say okay you just being you just being a diva because you're the last born or because you get attention and I personally don't think that being the last born um, is is the problem I just think that I have a very low tolerance for people's nonsense but anyway (laughs) um, more about me and not my temper Um, yeah so Growing up the last born has really been what it is, like the last born. But I'm happy that I did not get special treatment as the last born. And yeah. So I grew up going to Battleridge Family and I excelled at most of my classes until 2000 and I don't even know what year I completed primary school okay wait grade 1 was 2007 grade 2 2008 grade 3 2009 grade 4 2010 grade 5 2011 grade 6 2012 and then grade 7 2013 
grade 6 was one of my most challenging years ever and yeah so so hard not to but anyway yeah so grade 6 was one of my most challenging years ever and from coming in the top three and then when a certain um thing happened so as i was saying um yeah i was one of from going from being in the top three and then having two different tragic occasions happen um i ended at by the end of the year i ended up at number 16. dang guys that was like my breaking point like i did not take that well i did not take coming 16th from being in the top three to coming in 16th out of the, the whole class I did not take that well. I don't know how I managed to carry on in life, but that whole coming in 16th place really got to me for the rest of my years. And the following year, grade 7, I was like, dang, dude, you cannot be coming in 16th anymore. That one year was like, Oh my god. Um yeah, 16 dude. So that was only in grade six. Keep quiet your mouth. You in grade six now. <laughs> A little sideline comment from my nephew. But anyway, um grade seven came and by the end of the year, um I was back to being in the top five. I wasn't happy that I wasn't in top three. I had some very tough competition, but anyway, they were fun to compete with. Um, even though I ended up being like fifth in the grade also, it was one of those things. So this is when it all started going downhill, guys. Legit. So, grade 8 came, I attended Madrid Secondary, and this is what, or this is a mistake that they made. Um, so, I go by, legally, I go by the surname Bambo, M-B-A-M-B-O, um, so when they saw my surname, they automatically thought that I would be doing Zulu and this annoyed me because they made an assumption I'm the only one that gets to make any assumptions about my life but they made an assumption and it wasn't really it didn't really get under my skin but it annoyed me um, and when I had to correct them they weren't too happy that um, a grade 8 was correcting them about making assumptions so 
um, grade 8 came and marks weren't as desired moved on to grade 9 the next year and I had one of the I don't I don't know if I should put it as one of the worst teachers or a laxy daisy teacher and teacher wasn't really to my standards and I didn't want to change classes because I didn't want my mom to come to school and then I'd be labeled as the kid whose mom comes and sorts out problems regularly being that they know my mom and she previously worked at Melody Secondary and yeah so grade 8 came and guys what what annoyed me about grade 9 a lot was photos I love taking photos because I'm very photogenic and I was I was I was losing weight back in grade 9 and I waited for for that we paid for photos and all that hutas and we never even got to take photos and we had to get our money back and I was like ah but that was one of the highlights of the year um oh and one of the other highlights was my math teacher my math teacher wasn't even a math teacher my math teacher was a physical science teacher and the next year when the, when we were choosing our subjects for grade 10 i had chosen physical science and commerce as my two options the year um that came after when it was time to do the subjects or make the final choice when that time came uh, I wasn't eligible to do physical science because the physical science teacher was like he's not gonna accept people that got below 50 for mathematics this being the same person that took me for maths the same person that was the problem in my maths box and then he was like if your maths mark is not above 50 you cannot do physical science and I ended up doing commerce being so I love the sub the two of the subjects and yeah I know I said I wasn't gonna speak about school but I just realized that it's a part of my life um, so yeah guys more, let's get into more about me so me being such a bubbly person I don't know where it came from honestly but it's always been a part of me people mistake or not even mistakenly always assumed that because I was chubby sized or because I was always happy um, that I was a certain certain being if you know what I mean and 
because I'm friendly they've always said stuff about me and I've chosen dang I'm cold to my bones so when people started associating um, my size and my friendliness or my extraness with who I was okay not who I was with or with what I liked if I put it that way and you understand it I'm not comfortable talking about the situation that's why I do not mention it a lot and most of my friends know this but yeah and it's just been a hell of a ride because even when I decided that I'm gonna lose weight people decided otherwise for me and the way I dress people decided otherwise for me I don't know why um, but I like um, tight sweats like I can't I don't like wearing any formal attire so what I usually wear is skinny jeans tight sweats and tackies and a jacket or a top of some sort and yeah it's just been a whole up and down here my whole life about who people think I am and you know because they always decide just by first impressions first impressions are a lot and I always try to make the best first impression but people always decide otherwise for me and it's just been a lot um, I think that that whole thing affected my life well of course it affected my life but it affected my life in such a manner that um, I don't do things how I would like them to go but I do them to please certain people or certain aspects of society I do them because I do them because you know people will look at me the right way when I just realized that it shouldn't be that way you should behave or do things according to you if people don't see you fit to be in society as what they um, associated their thoughts with um, then so be it like for instance if somebody thought that you were I how do I put it um, if somebody thought that you were a a racist per se because you said a comment to your black friend or your colored friend or your Indian friend and you are white um, or if you said a comment to some other race 
and people thought that it was racist that is their perspective that is your own thing like if you decide that you don't like a certain race then it is what it is it's not it's not simple to change somebody's thoughts about you but it's some but it's simple to be you you don't have to um how do i put it you don't have to pursue certain things to be accepted in society you can do you and still be accepted in society um so um that's just a top of the iceberg about who i am um so yeah So yeah, another thing is I'm what many call an empath, but I don't need to touch somebody to know how they are or their behavior or such. Um, I sense it not from a close proximity, like even 1.5 meters is enough. Um, and yes, social distancing in hand. Um, and um, it's it's been before social distancing because there was this one um, time when I was at Woolworths and I didn't know how to keep quiet, but I had to tell the girl that I could sense that she's a nice person, but. You can't get on her bad side. Um, she was stoked. She was like literally stunned. Um, and I don't know if it has to do with my loving for psychology or what, but yeah, it's just that. Um, so yeah, guys, I think I'm gonna call it an end to this episode um i wish i could have recorded for much longer even though i could but i have nothing else to say about myself even though i took the iceberg if you want to get to know me more you have to know you have to get to know me in person like we can okay we call netflix and chill guys we, we can chill from a distance social distancing <laughs> and when if you just gave me one of the weirdest looks because I I mentioned social distancing and he's not one to even social distance even though the whole lockdown from day one he never stepped out the house um, but yeah guys so hopefully I'll have someone interesting on episode 3 or two interesting persons um yes two interesting persons persons google it you can say two interesting persons and yeah so that's it from mr jiggy jiggy over here um and once again i am sean peterson the host of the everything is everything podcast thanks for listening And I hope you have a wonderful one.